on Tucker, Truth, and Knowledge next on One Nation. I'm back. I'm back in the studio. Had a nice time there down in Arizona on the border working on my series, American uh, Crisis at the Border. That's another topic for another time. I'm home back in Wisconsin in this beautiful studio here for Freedom Project. Absolutely feels so good. I'm broken in the saddle here. I'm loving this horse here in the studio. I got to tell you, I get home and in my couch in our beautiful living room, my daughter has a pillow of Dr. Anthony Fauci. She, she knew how to get the old man kind of riled when I saw this pillow. There'll be more about Dr. Fauci at the end of the show. You know, Democrats, they just love, Democrats like Senator Chuck Schumer and uh, the Socialist Squad member ALC, they are calling more and more for government censorship of Tucker Carlson and other conservatives and Christians who speak out uh, against the darkness of the Democratic uh, Party and the DNC and wokeism in America. Uh, and you know, so... You saw Ocasio-Cortez, the socialist Ocasio-Cortez. She was on with uh, Jen Saki Wine uh, just the other day, and she was asked about Tucker and other conservatives like Jake Jacobs and Duke Pesta and Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro that we were causing certain problems in American society because of the ideas that we have. Listen to what she said about government censorship and conservatives. Here goes. Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. You know, the lies of Ocasio-Cortez is just unbelievable. She goes down to the border and she's fainting, crying down there, talking about the horrible situation on the border when President Trump was president. I haven't seen her at the border lately. I was just at the border. I saw what's happening, the deplorable, horrible policies of Joe Biden and Mayorkas and Kamala Harris and Ocasio-Cortez. But here she is lying again. You have to ask yourself the question, why are they calling for censorship? Why do the Democrats, the wokocrats, why do they fear knowledge, truthful knowledge? You know, it was the uh, former, uh, the English philosopher and statesman and scientist, Sir Francis Bacon. He used to love to say, knowledge itself is power. Knowledge itself is power. He was spot on in, in 1597 when he said that. In today's world of woke lies and deception and perversion of reality, I would add, knowledge itself is power. It is power to stand up to the lies of the leftists, of the wokocrats. Now more than ever, we need to expose with the light of truth the darkness of what's happening in our country that we love. 
Our problem today with all the lies around us in the media and Washington and Hollywood and our universities in our schools, how do you and I get verifiable, truthful, accurate, honest knowledge, facts, data, and empirical evidence that can guide our hearts, our minds, our, our worldview, our actions? We need to learn to discern. We need to trust but verify. We need to study to work so we can have the wisdom to know how to deal with this mad world of wokeism and anything goesism. So I got to tell you what, uh, it, it's time for a break for us soon to be back with the rest of the story. Welcome back to One Nation. You know, in the past, those who dared to speak and write truthful knowledge versus the powers that be, uh, despotic kings, corrupt popes, authoritarian governments, and totalitarian regimes, if you would speak out, they would censor you, they would burn books, they would cut out your tongue, they would uh, imprison you and burn you at the stake like William Tyndale, who dared to translate the Bible into English back in the day. And literally, they would put millions and millions of people into Soviet prisons known as gulags. Hundreds of prisons spread throughout Soviet Socialist Union in that time frame. Or the National Socialists, the Nazis, who would put hundreds of thousands of millions of people into concentration camps with gas chambers. The entrance of Auschwitz reminds us daily as those trains came from all over National Socialist occupied Europe that there were, there were entities, there were evil entities in the world that wanted to destroy freedom of press, freedom of speech, freedom to be able to express the ideas that are in your heart, mind, and soul. And you know, this, this, is, this goes back quite a ways in history. In fact, when I think of it, you go back to the Soviet Union and you have people like Vladimir Lenin. Here's a picture for my live audience. Watching, we're watching Vladimir Lenin reading a copy of the Pravda newspaper. Pravda is the Russian word for truth. And the ironic, the, the diabolical, ironic thing about Pravda was it was stacked lies upon lies upon lies. So they would say were truth, but they were nothing but devious liars. The same thing in National Socialist Germany where you had a state of deception, where the power of the National Socialists created propaganda upon propaganda that was used uh, in their schools, in their universities, in their culture, in, in, their, their, in their, uh, uh, their places of meeting, uh, in their bars, in their restaurants. Propaganda everywhere. Lies and deception everywhere. So the Soviet Union, National Socialist Germany, by kings and queens and popes throughout the ages. Now, I'm talking about antiquity or recent history, but right now as I speak, in communist China, we see lies upon lies, propaganda, media manipulation, their GCTN, their CCP, CCTV, which disseminates lies upon lies, disinformation, misinformation that American mainstream media, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, all of them, they turn to the Chinese media and they buy their lies and they disseminate these lies all throughout the United States of America. And I'm telling you right now, dictator Xi, communist dictator Xi, 
is hell-bent on destroying, ultimately, our republic under God. In the year 2049 will be the 100th anniversary of when mass murderer Mao Zedong took over power. And within their long march through the institutions or their long march through the world as they're having influence in Latin America, Brazil, and Argentina, and Guatemala, they're having influence in Europe and other parts of Asia as they're strategizing and controlling raw materials when it comes to the green raw deal and things related. They know exactly what they're up to with Brexit and other organizations that want to destroy the American currency and that communist Chinese are buying up land all over the world and the United States of America. These things need to be stopped and they need to be exposed. Uh, Books like The Global Media Offensive that deals with the reality of propaganda and in false information, misinformation, bogus knowledge, not predicated upon truth, but predicated upon a supposition that in essence says China will one day be numero uno. We will, to the best of our ability, destroy the republic, the American republic under God. Tucker Carlson on Fox News. He had programs upon programs exposing the propaganda machine of the communist Chinese, and that didn't bode well for him. And then when Tucker Carlson began to uh, uh, deal with issues that were politically incorrect, that weren't woke, like Big Farm's influence during the China virus situation, the powers that be at Fox News began to tell him to shut up. Now think of it, Fox News. I can remember back in the 1980s and 1990s when Rush Limbaugh on the radio was like this amazing source of information. Here was a guy who was cutting through the political correctness of the day, speaking truth into the, uh, the light of truth into the darkness of the lies of the ma- mainstream media. And then a few years after Rush Limbaugh came Fox News. And it was wonderful, it was refreshing, because there was an organization dedicated to a belief of having an alternative opinion, alternative viewpoints, debating the issues on air, something you don't see in the mainstream media with, you know, CNN and ABC, NBC and CBS and all the rest of the the mainstream media elites. And it's interesting for us to understand something. When the great founders of the United States of America created this republic under God, starting in the 1770s and writing a declaration of independence in the summer of 1776, and then winning a revolution against the tyranny of a tyrannical, of a despotic king, King George III, and they established the, the Bill of Rights, in 1791 they ratified the First Amendment, which reads thus, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. That's important to note. The very first thing in that First Amendment was defense of religion, and religion in 1791 was the Christian religion. Various denominations, but it was predominantly and primarily Christianity. In fact, when Alexis de Tocqueville came from France, and he came over to America, and he went from New York to Green Bay down to New Orleans, and he wrote a book called Democracy in America. He said, the thing that I see that makes America tick is the Christian faith. I know that's not politically correct, but it's historically correct. So they made religion number one. Now back to that First Amendment. Then it says, uh, abridging the freedom of speech or of press. 
Freedom of speech and press people, we are talking the ability for you and I to freely think our thoughts, our Christian thoughts, our conservative thoughts, our traditional thoughts, our constitutional thoughts. They're no longer, they're persona non grata. They're no longer welcome in the marketplace of ideas. They're no longer welcome in the university where it used to be that men and women would engage and debate each other with great ideas and discard the bad ideas, the evil ideas. Now we live in such a day and age where freedom of press and speech is being oppressed, is being destroyed. To have a society with newspapers and books and libraries and radio and television and today the internet. And yes, Freedom Project Media is still free. But God forbid that the day come when those stormtroopers come knocking at our door to shut us up. And that's what's happening right now, people. When Tucker Carlson gets on Fox News and brings out an alternative viewpoint that doesn't please and appease Rupert Murdoch and other of these Fox News oligarchs and elites. He gets fired. And they think they've canceled him. Are you kidding me? That man is in more demand than ever before. But Fox News, look at this. Here they are trying to cancel him. He's got a, an incredible documentary about the tyranny in Canada, but that's not politically correct. That's not woke. So therefore, they ichnay it. They got rid of him. He's in demand. I'm telling you right now, they think they've canceled him. They think they got rid of him. No way, because his voice is being heard and will continue to be heard in the United States of America. Now, Washington, D.C., the, the capital of the deep swamp, the deep state, that corrupt behind the Beltway capital, where all these mucky mucky elites whine and dine and think they know so much that isn't so, where they connive and they deceive and they put their plans together, how they can spread their wokeism, anything goesism, throughout the United States of America. When I traveled from my state of Wisconsin down to Arizona, and I went through Iowa and Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas and, and, and New Mexico, I saw thousands and thousands of Americans. Americans flying the American flag, Trump flags, and a lot of respect for the United States of America, the Statue of Liberty, and many things related. They saw America as a great nation. And, and people like you and me, we're getting out of bed every day, we're working hard, we're being responsible, we're raising our families. But in the meantime, as you're listening to this show, there are powers that be in Washington, D.C., in Hollywood, in our universities that are advancing their woke agenda of anything goesism. And they're, they're in jubilation right now. For them, it's the year of jubilation. They're just so glad that Tucker's gone, but what they don't realize, they actually, it's going to be Hercules Unchained, Tucker Unchained, and many others like him. The Duke Pestas of the world, the Dan Bonginos of the world, who are going to be more emboldened than ever before to stand up and speak out against the darkness of the Democratic Party and wokeism that's poisoning our land and our children. Now, back to, back to Washington, D.C., they have this White House correspondence dinner, you know, where all the mucky mucks, all the people that know all the cool people sit around and act like, you know, their cucka is gold. Well, there was this comedian. I don't think he's too funny, but he was making reference to Tucker Carlson. And in, I want you to hear what he has to say, because in essence, 
Remember, if you don't agree with these leftists, these woke folk, you're a fascist, you're a racist, you're a phobic this and a phobic that. Listen to his words about Tucker Carlson. Here goes. Scandals have been devouring careers this year. The untouchable Tucker Carlson is out of a job. Yeah. Okay. Some people celebrate it. But to Tucker's staff, I want you to know that I know what you're feeling. I work at The Daily Show, so I too have been blindsided by the sudden departure of the host of a fake news program. <laughs> Got caught up like that dude from Vanderpump Rules. Text message stuff. I don't know what Vanderpump Rules is about. I'm just watching it a couple times. My friends told me it's like BMF, but for white people. Or is that secession? No, secession is power for white people. No, Tucker Carlson is power for white people. No, that's white power. You know what? Never mind. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about that. Here we go again, people. It's the same old, same old hackneyed story. If you happen to be a conservative, traditionalist, lover of the Constitution, a Christian, then you're a white supremacist. It's all about white power. That's a bunch of hooey. Their pigmentation politics, their melanin Marxism, is, is a diabolical move for control. I mean, the woke folk of Hollywood tragedy, oops, I, I meant to say comedy, they loved it too. Let's just take a listen to the sad and bad source of information of knowledge that Hollywood is full of. Listen to this. They're influencing the culture. Listen to this madness and the jubilation over Tucker Carlson being fired. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon, one of the few TV personalities who's still employed. <laughs> stupid look that's always on Tucker Carlson's face. Well, today he has a good reason for it. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News? Oh my God, does this mean Fox News has gone woke? Tucker couldn't be reached for comment. He's already on a plane to Moscow to meet with his manager. But what a shock. I mean, what an absolutely delightful shock this is. Yep, Tucker Carlson is out. When he heard Vladimir Putin was like, damn, we need the new PR guy. Tucker Carlson has now worked and left MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. He's running out of options now. Like, soon he's just going to be on the Weather Channel saying that hurricanes are caused by drag queens. When I heard that news, I went through all the stages of Tucker's face in one sitting. First, I was shocked. <laughs> then I was confused. <laughs> then I did the Tucker laugh. <laughs> That's actually closer than you think. <laughs> but then I had so many questions. What are we gonna do without Tucker? Who else is gonna tell us when M&Ms are anymore, you know? <laughs> You know what would be really funny, though? If they replaced him at 8 p.m. with the new green M&M, that would be pretty funny. You know, people, it, this isn't funny. This isn't funny when an institution like Hollywood, you know, goes along with this tragedy of wokeism in America. They're gleeing. I'll tell you what, he's not done. But, you know, I think we had shown a—Mike, a, did we show a— 
Yeah, the spot here. Look, at Fox News reportedly not releasing Tucker Carlson's documentary about tyranny in Canada. This isn't just coming from the woke left. This is coming from these elitists in New York under Fox News. Even Fox, there's only a handful left that are actually standing up for the truth. Rachel Compost Duffy, please don't give in to those woke folk at uh, Fox News. Now, a few years back, I was in the Milwaukee airport on my way to uh, a YAF speech in Santa Barbara on the life of Ronald Reagan for Young Americans for Freedom. And I ran into Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I came up the escalator in Milwaukee and I saw Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I went, Kennedy, Kennedy. I, I yelled out his name and he stopped and I says, oh my God, when I was a kid, I loved your dad. I read his book, To Seek a New World. I had newspapers and magazines about your dad. If I could have voted in 68, I would have voted for your dad. And we just were chit-chatting and I said, I remember, you know, the day your dad was assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan because your dad stood up for the Jews in Israel and this was a Muslim who ended up killing his father. I said, I even remember the day you were, you were 14, I was 12 at the time, you carrying the coffin, and I was crying. We had a little chit-chat there. We even talked about Ronald Reagan debating, um, debating his father in 1967 via satellite. He says yeah, Reagan gave a pretty good debate that day. But so we ended up taking a selfie together. Now, why am I going on this tangent about Robert Kennedy Jr.? Well, he's written a book called The Real Anthony Fauci the real Anthony Fauci. And ABC, he was being interviewed the other day. Here it is for my uh, live audience, the real Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Farm, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. He was being interviewed the other day by ABC News, and he dared not, uh, he dared to speak the truth of the corruption within Big Farm and the Biden administration when it, come, when it came to the, uh, the China virus, when it comes to the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. And so ABC News censored some of his words when they were interviewing him. ABC News censors Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, this is, this is going to be interesting, people. Because the fact of the matter is, he's running for president of the United States against Joe Biden as a Democrat. He wants to debate Joe Biden. Biden's operatives are freaking out because they know the senile, old, slipper, shuffling Biden won't be able to articulate solid ideas. Plus, JFK Jr. is going to bring profound, empirical, credible, scientific evidence destroying the lies that were being thrown around by the WHO, WEF, United Nations, and the Biden administration. So people, look at what they did. Look at what the mainstream media did to Donald Trump. They were in, they were in a permanent coup d'etat against him. If you're a voice that speaks the light of truth into the democratic darkness, you will be attacked, maligned, a victim of character assassination, and destroyed by many means necessary, and in some cases, any means necessary. Look out, Dan Bongino, Ben Shapiro, Charlie Kirk, Mark Levin, Joe Rogan, Dinesh D'Souza, Glenn Beck, Larry Elder, Alan West, Tim Scott, Ben Carson, Thomas Sowell, Candace Owens, Carol Swain, Ron DeSantis, Duke Pesta, Katie Petrick, Dave Fiorazzo, and Jake Jacobs. They not only want our children, they want us to be shut up and shut down. But we will not stand aside. We will stand up 
and speak out. Thank God for organizations like Freedom Project Media because we will not be intimidated by these wokocrats. My fellow Americans, continue to seek truthful knowledge and be that voice that stands up and speaks out against tyranny and that daily devours our liberty. Be bold. Take action. And until we meet again, Godspeed and happy trails to you in the battles ahead.